Welcome to Elemental Fun, a historical and cultural look of the elements of the periodic table. taking a little hiatus from elements to talk um, about just some stuff that's been happening in the news. Science. That's science-based, of course. We're not (laughs) talking about celebrities. Well, we do sometimes. I actually will be talking about some celebrities in my news, Mm. but it's not good news. Oh. (laughs) We need good news nowadays. I know we do, but... We really do. This is just news. Okay. Um, so some of my news is a little bit old, but I just read articles on it, and I think it's pretty fascinating. So we're I was just to... nodding at her, so you can't see it because you know, <laughs> this is a podcast. <laughs> we're still we're still learning. Um, so I have two stories. Do you have one story? I have one story. You kind of have a story. Right there, yeah. Okay, so um, I ooh, we could call it science stories. Ooh, science stories. Mm, I like it because they're not really news because they're not new. Well, some of it may be, but not all of it. It'll be new to yeah. you, maybe. That's right. New to, new to you. New to us. All right. So, um, both of my stories involve NASA. Ooh. So. Space Force. <laughs> Space Force. Space Force. I just, I just saw, uh, I was listening to another podcast with uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson on it, about um, talking about history space and Wars? science. Oh. Actually, yeah. No, actually, military and space. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually pretty interesting. You know, interesting. To, mm-hmm. to combat Ooh, space I do have, ISIS. I can to- no, I can totally talk about something about that. Okay. Okay. Well, so do you do you want the the lighthearted story or the or the kind of depressing story first? Mm, let's go depressing first okay. and then work our way to more exciting okay. fun things. Well, you may have heard this. Um, NASA has discovered that um, a whole lot of ISIS melting up in, in Canada and Siberia. That's not new. ISIS is always melting. But mm. it's it's permafrost. Oh, shit. <laughs> permafrost, in Perm- case you don't know, it's important. is um, ice that's been frozen for a long mm. time. Like, since the last years. ice age. It's perma. Yeah. Fro- permanent yeah. frost. And it's yeah. not so permanent now, thanks to global warming. Mm-hmm. It's melting at extremely high rate and um the problem with that some of you are like okay so like what so the water well no well there's a couple things wrong with it one is that it um melts and there's a lot of sediment in the ice and the frost and so that Mm -hmm. goes into the rivers and goes into the ocean and it's kind of choking out some trout and things like that but the bigger problem is the amount of methane and carbon dioxide that's oh, going to be released releasing. into the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Now you're thinking probably, Chris, <laughs> how does ice melting release carbon dioxide and methane well, into the like atmosphere? It's like if you froze some soda. You'd still have gas pockets popped in there. Well, that and there's, you know, in the ice there's plants and dead animals things. and dead things that <gasps> that haven't quite decayed yet mm-hmm. and then they're going to decay or they decayed mm. and then they were frozen in the decaying process mm-hmm. and in melting that permafrost it's they believe that the permafrost holds twice the amount of carbon dioxide 
than that's actually in our atmosphere right now. Whoa. So, more, down. more melting equals more heat in the atmosphere, which means more melting, which means more heat in the atmosphere, which mm. means we're going to get real toasty soon. Yeah, and I like to point out that the greenhouse effect, which is what basically what you're talking about, yes. which is what the issue is with uh, climate change, However, the greenhouse effect is actually a good thing because this actually keeps the planet the how, how nice it's been for us. Right. The problem is that we're ramping up that temperature really, really high past the point of good greenhouse effects. Right, right. I mean, there's supposed to be a balance between the amount of gases in our atmosphere that keep us warm and toasty so mm -hmm. that we don't freeze, but not so toasty that, you know, everything it, dies. It's, it's regular <laughs> yoga. And hot yoga. And, and extreme and, hot yoga. And you know how I do with hot yoga. <laughs> I pass out. Yeah. Let's just say that hot yoga is not great for the planet. Yes. Yeah. Although it might be a great detox for your body. Right. If, it, if you're laying on the ground already and you don't fall. Um, the other worry are the, uh, you know, the ancient diseases that are mm -hmm. trapped in that permafrost. Oh, things that were That we do gone. not have um, immunity for mm -hmm. anymore. So that's... Maybe like a whole new thing. Yeah. So that's another worry. That one's not as completely obvious as, um, like, just yeah, the, the, immediate, the immediate, right. Yeah. Because well, I mean, we think about the immediate effects. Yeah. And then there's these other little things. Well, and it's too. like, well, there could be diseases. It's not proven that there are diseases that are um, proven. So... It's kind of um, a lot to worry about, so yay! Well, then I don't want to add another thing to that, but oh. you know, <laughs> please you, do. You put more carbon dioxide in the atmosphere. Do you know what one of the largest places where carbon gets absorbed? The ocean. The ocean. The ocean. You know what happens when the carbon gets absorbed into the ocean? Everything dies. <laughs> <laughs> well, when the main thing that's happening now is called ocean acidification. Right. So the carbon dioxide, it's a car uh, the ocean is a great carbon sink. It's a great place for it to, the carbon to go away and, and to not be back in the atmosphere. However, when it stays in there, it causes, there's a bunch of chemical reactions that I'm not going to go into. Um, but it basically means that the, um, it's reducing the pH of the ocean to the point um, and taking away um, the carbonate that the animals that make their own shells and stuff need because right. they made calcium carbonate to right. be able to make their shells so in, the, in that process the the acid the oceans get a bit more acidic that carbonate is not available to those animals so they can't make their shells and things like coral which are the basis of all coral of all the oceans ecosystems basically um a very large part of it uh die and then the whole ecosystem's collapse. right because so, there's so many different diverse species that make their homes in the coral mm -hmm. and no coral no home yep. no species yep and no and no they're the basis fish. of the productivity of yeah. a lot of places yeah. even if even the animals not directly by them by the the corals you know out farther around the ocean it's all based still on those corals mm -hmm. and the productivity that they have yeah so that's so, my that's depressing sad. story sad so sad face that's I guess my other one's kind of depressing, but it's kind of funny. But mm. um, you, you have a story you'd like to sh like to share? Uh, well, what was your other one about space? Is your other one about space? No. Oh, I thought you said NASA. Oh, yes. NASA oh, plays a part, NASA. but it's not... Well, oh, okay. <laughs> it's, it's funny. Well, okay, I'll just do this little, little tidbit. I was listening to another podcast, and they had... 
um, Neil deGrasse Tyson on. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, it was with Trevor Noah on The Daily Show. Yes, yes, he was on that show. Mm-hmm. And and Neil deGrasse Tyson was talking uh, about his new book, which he's came out with. Um, uh, it's about military and space, and the fact that milita- the military has actually used the stuff in space and um, the stars and all that stuff for long, long time, mm-hmm. like beyond just the space force we have now. Mm-hmm. And so the um, thing that the the story that he brought up was that actually Columbus, when he came to the New World, oh, our favorite man, <laughs> favorite man, right? He came and he he they they knew about eclipses mm-hmm. and the people there didn't right right so he's like he I, I want a bunch of your food to be so i can get back to europe whatever um and he's like and, they, and they're like well no i'm not can't do that he's like you're going to make my god angry and i'm going to make the moon go away and so then five days later the moon starts going away and they're like oh my god <laughs> and they're like okay if you give us this much food then i'll make the moon come back right at the point where Eclipse, yeah. right? And so then they're like, oh, and they did it, and then they came back, and so it was really interesting that seeing that you know space and astronomy and all that kind of stuff um, has been used since to keep know, to, minorities to, down. right, right, <laughs> basically to keep people who don't know about um, who don't know uh, about the um the science yeah uh and able to keep them down and so that's what he was kind of saying like how important um science education is and in, in learning about science this ties really well <laughs> into my story <laughs> like this we don't even plan this no <laughs> this is remarkable because i want to talk about flat earthers <laughs> oh i just heard about that this morning too mm. yeah Flat Earthers, for those of you who don't know, um, are people that believe that the Earth is not round, although it's been proven for, ooh, how many hundreds of years? <laughs> Quite a few. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and they think it's a conspiracy made by NASA. Oh, of course. Which I don't know what, why. Why? I, I, my theory, because, you know, we're going with theories, mm-hmm. is that the globe-making industry makes more money. <laughs> that's, that's a really large conspiracy. Yeah, because, <laughs> man, look at, they would not make any money. Who buys globes? No one would buy it. Who buys globes? Uh, yeah. Teachers? Yeah. Globes I, I teach, I teach yeah. how to read globes. But, like, who else besides, like, nobody has, random people it's have a, globes in their house. It's a large industry. Okay. <laughs> Globe trotter. Um, there's, there's plenty of celebrities that actually are flat earthers. Yeah. Not famous celebrities, but enough people that have voices and Mm, platforms. Like there's some less known rappers, some athletes have come out and said the earth is flat. Mm. Um, because people see that the earth looks flat from an airplane. Mm. How can it be round? So anyway, most flat earthers are American, obviously, <laughs> or um, a lot of Britons, actually. Really? Mm. And they had their national um, flat earthers convention in Birmingham, UK, okay. this last May. So, I wanted to talk about some theories that came from speakers. <laughs> 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 oh, it still makes me so sad that they have a whole convention. You're going to oh, really like boy. one of these theories, though. Okay. I'm going to tell you. Okay. Like, you're going to enjoy this. So, um, 
The fir- one of the speakers named David Marsh, he concluded that gravity does not exist. Uh, <laughs> okay, what's what's holding us to the earth? Magnets. Uh-huh. Is, this, is there like a giant he super magnet? He conducted experiments in his back garden with oh. a Nikon camera and a mobile app tracking the moon to okay. prove that magnets. I can't do this without laughing. <laughs> magnets. Keep us here. Okay. Because it's flat. Uh-huh. Well, oh no, no. So, so is it like those 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 ones where the little have the little face and you can move the 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 powder around the magnets and put like mustaches on them? No, is that what's happening? Is no, there some guy no. underneath <laughs> doing that? No. <laughs> okay. There's no one under. Well, they don't know what's under our flat planet. Okay. They don't believe though it's a turtle or elephants like oh. in Discworld. Oh. No Discworld. No. You've never read Terry Pratchett? No, no never not. You're a nerd and you've never read... T- I'm going to take away her nerd no. card until she reads at least one <laughs> Terry Pratchett novel. Discworld is the idea that it's like, it's, it's a disc right. on top of four elephants on top of a turtle. It's... I don't oh, know. very out there. Okay. So, <laughs> but there's magic. It's it's out there. It's crazy. Um, people love him. Old British man died. <laughs> Pour one out. Um... So, they don't know what's underneath the planet, but people say, well, why doesn't the water run off the edge of this flat earth? Well, or why doesn't, why don't people fall off? Well, the, the theory for a really long time was that there is a 150 foot tall ice wall. And people swear, they're like, I've seen the ice wall, man. I've seen it. Winter that, is coming. That surrounds, <laughs> that surrounds our round yet flat earth. Because okay. we're still a circle. Right. Just a flat circle. Okay. This is very entertaining. <laughs> I know. I know. But. So, okay. And that NASA employees guard the wall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just my like, God. I, I want to know. It just keeps turning. I want to know why. Why would NASA do this? What's the point of, of making it? more no. complex like wouldn't it wouldn't it, if you're going the other way it's, wouldn't it be like oh no it's a, still flat it's about now. to get even more oh, complex well so who thinks what are the magnet who like who's doing the magnet underneath the thing i i don't, okay. I don't think it's a, a a giant magnet i think oh. it's electromagnetism oh okay i'm thinking he's got like this big giant magnet no, okay. i think it's just like because like what is keeping us right? here because like but why we're not magnetic <laughs> How are we being kept I wasn't nerd? there, okay? I'll try right. to get to the next Flat Earthers <laughs> convention. I will take serious <laughs> notes for you so that you uh, know why okay. the magnets are keeping us here. Because, you know, this man did some serious, serious research, research in, his in, his, in his garden. With his phone. Yes, okay. and his Nikon camera. <laughs> I hear he has a BS in pseudoscience. <laughs> <laughs> BS being not, not a bachelor yeah. of science. BS. Yeah, BS. Um, the other theory. Oh, your phone thing. Is that mine? Yeah. I'm oh, sorry. I put my yours. phone on silent. Oh, I should have put mine on silent. Sorry. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. Our other um, really excited. You remember really like that. Okay. I still don't quite understand. Because you talk about getting more complex. Mm. Um, so another flat earther named Darren Nesbitt. He came... I'm sorry. I am Mrs. Nesbitt. More like sorry. That's from Toy Story. I know. That's my favorite. But I just I know, but some people may not have and they might have thought I'm crazy. So I wanted to let them know. Well, I came from 
Kind of, I may still be crazy. That's possible too. <laughs> um, so, you know, a lot of the theories about the ice wall and NASA employees. He has a new theory. Okay. Yes, Mr. Mr. Nesbitt here. Mr. Nesbitt. Okay. It's called the Pac-Man effect. <laughs> okay. Because he's like, east to west travel is possible, right? Like, it's proven that, like, mm-hmm. you can travel. Well, you can't travel around their world because it's flat. Right. But that we can connect to the other side. And so people said, well, how, how is that? How do we do that? Well, think of the game Pac-Man and how on the sides in the center, you could go up one side time. and you just appear yeah. on the other side. That's what he's That's saying. That's what he's saying happens. We just separate yeah. and well, Actually, on the other side. Um, he, he says space-time ends and you're placed back on the other side of the I'd say planet, but that's round. Oh my god! <laughs> so, so new how does theory, that even make the Pac-Man effect. effect. Uh, so are we the ghost of the Pac-Man? Oh, uh, well, I think that's up or to the you. Dots. <laughs> We're all just dots that's in the great not... game of Pac-Man, <laughs> getting eaten by Pac-Man and ghosts. It's a food chain in a game. It's so deep. Oh my god! So. That's insane. Um, yeah. Other theories came out of that convention that weren't flat earther. One was that Australia doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wasn't it bad enough that there was a penal colony and that there's only like, you know, things that want to kill no, you see, there, but the, like that's the thing. Is the guys like, no. It really was a cover up from Britain. They just drowned all those criminals. Holy crap. And they made up Australia. If you've ever been there, all the airlines are in on it. They send you somewhere else. And if you know someone, they're all actors. <laughs> I'm like, that oh is a the level, giant... The level of conspiracy and the amount of people that would have to be involved in all this. Like, she immediately just like, regard it. Like, oh my God. <laughs> but talk about drowning. Did you know that the, the, there's the latitudes, the northern and southern latitudes, oh. they're called, there's a... Uh, a section of them called the horse latitudes. Do you know why they call that? Because horses drown. Yeah, because oh. when they would <laughs> yes, <laughs> but when they would when they would they're, they're called like the doldrums, right? So where the, there's not as much wind. So back in the day, when they had a ton of horses on their boats and stuff as they're traveling around the world, uh, they on the flat Earth apparently, um, <laughs> they they would get into those and they would there would be no wind. So they would start to run out of food. Well, what are they going to do? They ate the horses. They ate the horses, or they, or if they didn't need to eat them, they pushed them off into the ocean. Poor horses. That's why it's called the horse latitudes. That's terrible. A random fact. I know. Well, you're talking about drowning. Yeah, and uh, in Australia, not existing on our flat earth. <laughs> right, and there's a horse latitudes down there. It's like I think it's like 30 degrees up and down. Or something. I don't know. Uh-huh. Something like that. Yeah. So. It's depressing because people believe this. Yes. About 200 people, yeah. did I say about 200 Two. people came to this convention? That makes me feel a little better. I thought it was even going to be larger than and, that. Well, that's how many could get to Birmingham, oh. UK. Okay. The next one is going to be in the United States next year. Oh. I say we go. I don't know if my brain could take it. <laughs> I just want to smack everybody. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Oh my gosh. Like there are certain things that you can still <laughs> debate and there are certain things that you can't and those are the things you can't. I was I was listening to a uh, a second date update, you know that. Mm, yes. So a radio station near us does a second date update, and one of them was the woman could not handle a second date with him because he was a flat earther, mm. and he just like he could not let it go. Yeah. And he's like, 
you're brainwashed. And she's like, okay, well, have fun in your nice, flat planet. And he's like, your rose-colored round world. And she's like, yeah, okay. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> well, actually, what's really funny so about... they do exist. The, the update as the one I was the podcast I was listening today was uh, Anna Ferris Unqualified, mm-hmm. uh, and it's Anna, not Anna, apparently. It's Anna. Oh. Right. Uh, and Mayim Ma- Bialik was on it, mm-hmm. and so she did a, 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 a thing with her um, called uh, uh, when, uh, <laughs> Deal Breaker. Right, oh, so right, she, right, she's bringing right, up things right, like, okay, what would be a deal breaker? And so Mia Bialik, Mia Bialik is a, a PhD neuroscientist, yes. as well as being an actress. Um, so her, She's on the Big Bang Theory. Yes, and, and original is Blossom, Blossom, right? Um, you are back when. a nerd, but don't watch TV. <laughs> um, and so one of the deal breakers, she's like, okay, so it's a flat, he's a flat earther. And she originally was like, she's like, yeah, deal breaker, absolutely. And then Anna's like, well, but but what if, what if he's really thinking about it? So what if it was like, well, like it's existential, like what if there's multiple dimensions, you know, like really kind of pursing it out, like if it's a it's a idea, not actual flat Earth, but like what if we just can't see the different planes that we have, and there's this whole other thing. And so me and Bialik was like, well, if he's put that much thought into it of no. explaining, then 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 maybe I'll go to the second date just to just to just to see. No, see. <laughs> So much energy goes into conspiracies. Oh yeah. That it just—it's exhausting. Like just just hearing them, like just talking about that, I kind of feel like I need to go take a nap. <laughs> and I don't even believe it. I'm just I think it's so angry. I laugh. I just <laughs> laugh. I just think it's well. So this kind of stuff I can, but there's other things I just get angry about. I can't take right. it. <laughs> like really, flat Earth. Like just why? Why? Why would why would NASA? Sense. Why would NASA do that? And then, why would spend? Why would they spend that much time? And it's not. It's been proven around before NASA existed. Like it's like it's not like NASA's making it up. Well, maybe there was some other group you and then they went was. down, so NASA had to take it over. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, they have a lot of they they they're having trouble with Einstein's rel- uh, theory of relativity though because, mm. you know, sometimes some flat earthers believe that um you know that we're constantly in upward motion and that's what's keeping us here. Okay. <laughs> but like I don't know, it's just there's also an anti-moon to explain eclipses. I don't know. It gets <laughs> real, no. I was reading into it more, and I'm just like, this is exhausting. Like, the, the ideas, like, these guys should just be Terry Pratchett. Make your own magical flat world where you could be yeah. living in a flat land. And, and you know, you can climb side. up that 150-foot ice wall and just jump off the other <laughs> side. And then just pop up on the other side because it's back. Yeah. Wait, so you just would pop? You wouldn't. Yeah. So why is NASA guarding it? Right, there's no wall. Oh, wait, no, there's wall. no ice wall anymore with Pac-Man theory. Oh, okay. It's just because it. Yeah, <laughs> that just wouldn't make sense. I don't know. Because any of it makes sense. It doesn't. <laughs> so there's your pseudoscience update. Woo! Um, that was it, that was last May, but um, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, I was doing some research for um, just to end on a not so. Oh my god. There's Ridiculous. people that believe those no. things. Yeah. There was this cool thing. So, um, you know, invasive species. What? What? Species invade? What? Yes, they do. Are they at war? <laughs> do they wear little, like, tunics war. that have, like... <laughs> I am an invader! <laughs> I am the zebra. What's that fish? The zebra? The... 
Das Siebelmasse. Ja, das ist ja also eine Siebelmasse. Yeah, so these are a lot. There's lots of different types of invasive species, there's but actually, I'm going to talk about the zebra, zebra mussels. mussels. Yes, that was so, cool. Just, we're really <laughs> on. We're really on right here. <gasps> Woo! Um, so the zebra mussels uh, have gone from lake to lakes and all the different places. Where are they the originally from? Uh, I don't know. Actually, you would I think, think maybe the Midwest. You would, Midwest. You would think Africa because they're zebras, but <laughs> it's not an actual zebra attached to a boat. It's... It's a little muscles and, and things. So, uh, so I'm, I'm not sure where it originated, but they've qu very quickly gone to almost, I think, I think they're in almost every state now. Um, and they actually ask you to make sure, you know, you're supposed to check your boat. And I saw those when I was traveling this summer. At every mm -hmm. single new state, they're like, pull over if you got a boat. Yep. Pull over right now if you got a boat. And well, I was they, like, they attach to one, and then you get that, if you have one little muscle on there and you go to a different lake, you can now start a whole other population of zebra So muscles. they must be. A species that can procreate within the Well, you might have to have two. I don't know. I don't I don't know the muscle the muscles. Well they're they're broadcast. They would be broadcast spawners because they're sessile, they don't move. Yeah. So in order to mate they have to just release everything into the water. So you'd probably have to have more. But you, the problem is that when they get on there they you know, you can get a a few of them on there, yeah. and then if a couple people do it, it's very easy right. To if you do. have, if one canoe has one, right. and then another canoe has one, all you need. Let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the mussels underneath, <laughs> and they're killing all species. Oh, that's pretty good. In a thing called love. So they, so invasive species are bad because they they have no natural predators in their other places. They they can overtake other uh, species and and. Wipe out. Major ecosystem yeah. problems. So it's really, really a big issue. But the problem is they can't have somebody police, uh, you know, the uh, fish and wildlife and stuff checking every single boat, every single place that somebody right. goes in the water, right? right. And, 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 of course, we can't trust people because people won't do it. And, they, and a lot of people are like, oh, whatever, it doesn't really matter. It's not a big thing. They don't even think about it. It's not even on their radar. Right. Yeah, a lot of people don't. You, in Nobody reads. <laughs> no. But even if you do, you know, you just don't think about it or you might miss it. Anyway, so they're, they, um, so you know dogs, how oh, dogs have good senses of smell, yeah. right? And they can, they, dogs can actually, um, they can, um, find like tumors and stuff in people. Right, right. They're trained um, to smell certain chemicals. They can do it for diabetics. Yeah. They can do it for like blood sugar and stuff like that. So they're doing it for muscles. Awesome. So they're, they can just take dogs around and like you have a whole lineup of boats and you can make... So that, oh, over there! So that a man's not like crawling under a boat right. being like, oh, well. Uh, exactly. Oh, there's one. Yep. So they can just smell it and hopefully that will make it better. Reduce and the amount of a, a man zebra muscles and things like, and zebra that muscles. are just mm -hmm. everywhere. They're really like. They're really everywhere. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. So look up zebra muscles and see. It's a big problem. Like, I think almost every state has them now and it's pretty Real ridiculous. quick though. Gray squirrels, they're not indigenous mm -hmm. to here, correct? Gray squirrels? Up. I'm going to look it up because I'm not... Um, well, no, there's, there's Eastern... a Douglas fur squirrel. I mean, indigenous to Washington. Because there's a Douglas fur squirrel. We're in Washington, by the way. That's what I'm asking. <laughs> Maybe they are, actually. Because um, I believe... No, I'm not right. Yep. You said that. She's typing. All right. Uh, the threatened western gray squirrel from their other native tree squirrels. 
So mm. I believe we do. They are natural here. Oh, okay. It's just they do. Uh, I if there was a an in, not well yeah it'd be invasive but not like um, invasive. I there may be let's see is there's western squirrel? gray squirrel Douglas, Douglas squirrel, squirrel red, red squirrel, squirrel northern flying squirrel eastern gray squirrel East, I was thinking of the eastern gray squirrel mm-hmm. are they originally mm-hmm. from the uh, eastern gray squirrels were first introduced into Washington in 1925 uh-huh, they're now common and when hunting species. Yeah, so I think I think the eastern gray squirrels have outcompeted the western gray squirrels, which yes. is the problem. Yeah. Yes. I was trying to. I was talking to my husband about that the mm-hmm. other day. I was like, yeah, there's like the eastern gray squirrels, and they're not really from here. He's like, what, really? And I was like, yeah. It's true. I was the like, western yeah. gray squirrels were, but not the eastern. Yeah, there's a lot of squirrels, but squirrels aren't exactly like the zebra mussels. <laughs> no, no, not as not 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 as a. Uh, as invasive, no. shall we say, and they don't or detrimental to the other squirrel. I think it's super. I didn't know we had flying squirrels. I think it's super awesome. What? Yeah, we have a little flying squirrel. You can in Deception Pass Park. They're they're there. <gasps> yeah. I love flying squirrels. I know, they're super cute. Cause they're like nee, 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 Batman. Mhm. <laughs> anyway, awesome. so um, I think that's, that's, we're just doing a nice. we're just doing a quick little podcast. Yeah, here because we do that every once in a while. It's yeah. fun to bring up science, fun things. Yeah, take a little things. break from the elements mm-hmm. and uh, just talk about stuff. Stuff, fun things. Mm-hmm. Good things, sad things, bad things. Yeah, maybe we'll try and think of some more like, hurrah, species is coming back. <laughs> porpoises. Our porpoises are doing well. Yay! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> we'll try to bring some good things. If you into have it. a fun science story you'd like us to talk about, Feel free to contact us at our new email, which is in the link side of the it bottom. It is in the link the bottom. How you, it was element, is it elemental fun at Gmail, right? Wasn't it? Or was it EF fun? Mm, we just made it. We just made it a little while ago. So and... we're uh, apparently not very good at remembering. <laughs> it was a while name. ago. We know the we're name of our podcast. We just uh, let's see here it is. Elemental fun podcast at gmail.com. Com. So if you are feeling the need to tell us something, you can feel free to um, contact us there. Please feel free to share this podcast. Like it. Like it. Love write it. a review about it. Mm-hmm. Tell all your friends. Well, your nerd friends. Don't tell people that don't read. The, I think, <laughs> it's not going to Unless they can't sleep. If they're insomniacs, no, we might put might them. might be a help, yeah. 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 At least by the end. Yeah. <laughs> Put on the episode of Carbon. It's <laughs> <laughs> an hour. There you go. Carbon's important. It is. It's just everywhere. <laughs> yes, it is. Anyways, right. that's pretty much the end. Thank yep. you so much for listening. And um, we'll catch you on the flip side. Yeah. Oh, Pac Man. Oh, oh, the flip side of Blink. the Pac Man universe. <laughs> See you on the other side. <laughs> I just forgot the name of the podcast. (laughs)